you fine. She see you fine. She see how you doing. Wine that vino, Lou. I'm sipping on some uh, honey, some mead, some mango mead. I got it. So two years ago, I went to a Renaissance festival with some friends up here in uh, the northern part of Miami, of our county, of Miami-Dade County. And there was a vendor that he has like different types of mead. For those of you that don't know, mead is a honeyed wine with you can have like different flavor notes to it. And he sells various flavors like elderberry, blackberry, uh, blueberry, mango. And there's like a there's like one more. And I bought two bottles, which they're actually fairly priced. They're like 15 bucks a bottle. What was the percentage? They're not bad. Uh, like okay. 7%. That's not bad. I mean, it's wine, but then again, it's, it's, a, it's adult grape juice, guys. It's adult. It's, it's, it's an adult juicy juice. It's an adult juicy juice. Just without the bendy straw. Get a bendy straw so, and you can do it. Do I look that um, bougie? No, I'm sorry. Bendy straws are not bougie. No, but do I look bougie? Yeah, I can that? see you doing that. Fuck no. You got me all fucked up. Anyway, so he bought, so I bought two bottles. I bought an elderberry and a mango. The elderberry only lasted about a week. And the mango has been sitting on my wine rack because the thing is, is that they hold very well. They can stay without being refrigerated for about like six years. And then once you open it, they stay refrigerated for about a year yeah, and a half to a awesome. year. And granted, this bottle is not going to last about a year. It's going to be probably done by the end of the weekend. And we can cheers to that. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're back. We- Justin and Nick are kind of going at it because obviously Nick is upset that Justin freaking broke his TV out of nowhere. And Nick is like freaking out, thinking, thinking, and saying to us, why do you want to be friends with your ex? Like he's saying how he doesn't want to be friends with Carolyn because all she did was Caroline. Caroline. Perfect, perfect hands, guys, with her perfect hands. And then he does the, he does the thing where he like, he like half covers his face with his hand looking down. (laughs) Caroline, Caroline. Caroline. She's the definition of the Witch, word, bitch. bitch. And then just saying how like Spencer has this power over her. And then she does another obvious. Here's the here is the nerdy reference of Jess's, you know, of, of the episode where she's saying like he's a wizard and and that she's like his mate and she thinks it's his hair. He has really nice hair and she gets the woos. <laughs> Nick is like he, he looks dirty. Looks gross. He looks dirty. And, and a and a little and a and a little and a and a little off. What when she says that and then she gets the woo woos? <laughs> no, that Spencer looks a little dirty and a little off. I mean, I've like had a roommate like that, and I've like met guys like that, and I'm just like, there are men like that out there. I'm not gonna lie, and I have been bamboozled by their dirty dirty I like hippies suing but they don't have nice what's your my MySpace name again my name was Emma Sky with diamonds take a sip guys because Blue's always gonna bring up my scene days every time there's a hippie reference I'm going to Emma in the sky with diamonds hey Robin Sparkles calm down <laughs> hey this is not a How I Met Your Mother rewatch podcast all right and she like nick is freaking out because she he's just like oh my god jess is being jess here like he just wants a freaking new tv and then schmidt is playing like middleman here like okay that she's got to think about it and nick is like saying like no 
it's not that hard. Just go get the TV. And Winston chimes in out of nowhere like, I need a TV. Because Winston's over this shit already. You don't know me like that. You don't know me like that, but I need a TV. Yeah, he's like... And then she and then she tells him, she tells the guys under pressure, like, okay, okay, she'll call him. And then the next scene, we see her all cute, dolled up in that cute little red dress. Oh my gosh, she looks so cute. I was like, damn, Zoe de Chanel, giving me those 500 days of summer vibes, but sadder because. Like, like. Because I know it's her, like, but like her character, Summer, was like not as into Tom as like he was into her. And then she's super inter, like, inter spen, into Spencer. And you know what, Lou? It's okay. Yeah. And then we see, we see friggin' Spencer oh, coming in on his bicycle. And I freaking hate what he said. I freaking hate what he said. Because it's supposed to be the whole hair thing. But his hair's so flat, it doesn't even wave in the wind. And it's so like, they kind of like a zombie scene that he takes off the helmet and then, you know, his hair supposed to unravel itself in a sexy it way. That's supposed to seduce Jess. It was gross. It was so gross. That thing just fell flat. That, that thing. Yo, for real. Like, it was so Yo, bad. The only thing that hair seen could seduce would be a real And then you know what made that whole moment even worse? Like, seeing, like, that lackluster hair flip. It was just him looking at Jess without any remorse and being the same fucking douchebag saying, hi, Jess, Jess. Bitch, what? Ugh. Fuck you! Don't call that's me Jess. Jess. I, I, that Jess, might have been Jess. their nickname. That's for yo. She should have written him a privilege. new one. She should have been like she just Jess. says hi, Spencer, and then he's trying to be cute with her, and then she's being. She was so weak. She wasn't ready. These guys threw her out. To the no, she wasn't ready. ready. No, 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 pineapples, no. And then obviously we don't know what happens because it cuts right away to the guys oh eating at a cafe Wait, be- eating before, breakfast. Before we go, the fact that she asks how the girl's doing and he addresses the name of, of the girl in a way Michelle. like, yes, in a way that Jess should have already known that name. Like, bitch, what? Okay, like, she walked in on that's, you being That's an the second time that I would have said, you could go fuck yourself. And then when he yes. says, when he says, oh, yeah, she likes bicycles. And poor Jess says, well, I like bicycles, too. And then he says, well, not enough. That was so fucked up. Go well, fuck yourself. He said, well, not enough. He said, he said, well, not enough. No, I heard he said, well, I didn't know. You don't like it enough. He was saying oh, not enough. Go uh, well, fuck yourself. Third time. And then finally, when he shushed her. Whoa. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a square whoa. dick in the balls. That's he a was manipulative. That is like that. You know what I felt like Spencer was? He was like that man energy that thinks like I am a like it's like a privilege to be around me type of person. Like he thinks that he's just entitled to all of anything that he wants in his life, and he he's, he's trying to manipulate. Millennial? Like what? <laughs> no, he's he's trying to t- manipulate her. That's all that's happening. Because most of the stuff he's using with, with his new girlfriend, puppy eyes. I know, and that's fucked up that like he already addresses her in that conversation as his girlfriend. After six years, which we find out at the end of the episode that they were together for six years. Like, what the fuck? How do you do that to your girl? But we'll we'll get to that, which is like a really great scene. I love I love that that scene. 
But back at the cafe, the guys are eating and, you know, Winston's like saying, you know, how much he missed eating there. And then he sees Schmidt eating, you know, a parfait and he just calls it a yogurt thing. Like not even yogurt, just yogurt, which is funny because it's like, does it hurt to eat yogurt? And not the fatty food that they're eating there. Like what I think they were having like a what like pancake with like bacon and all that stuff. And then obviously Winston does like a little dig at Schmidt, like calling it a yolk hurt. Like, oh you exactly. But it's a parfait. And then Nick is like Nick is just like just trying to enjoy his damn food, you know? Like he's having a shitty day so far. See the hot waitress come out, uh, who was played by Ashton Swinford. Who, fun fact about this actress um, that played very briefly the hot waitress. She's the creator and executive producer of a sketch comedy troupe called The Lucilles and a guerrilla performance art project called The Invisible Theater. So she's been pretty busy since uh, she had like a lot of short roles in different, you know, show, shows and shorts, including New Girl. So good for her. For her. Want to bring that up? Because Schmidt just objectifies her saying, hi. Huh? Very interesting. And then Schmidt obviously is trying not to be objectifying, but he still comes out as an objectifier. Like, you look beautiful. You look smart. The waitress. She knows the, his name. The waitress. Cha- she knows his name. She knows. The waitress channel. The, the, the waitress channeled the coach. She wait, the, the waitress no, channeled coach saying, don't talk to me. That was, it's not the that first time. That was an homage to coach right there. I, I loved it. And then here we have the brilliant tag team of Winston and Nick coming here where they're trying to play off with who gets the bigger room now because they're talking about who's the top dog. Like that whole scene was pretty good. Like Winston playing his mind game. Yeah. What does it mean to be top dog? You call the shots. You know how to rowdy up, the, uh, wrangle up yeah. the boys. You make the, t- you make the, you make the hard calls when the After hard calls Winston need to get left, called. There was a spot open. Yeah. Yeah, and Nick, is, and Nick can't be. Nick is yeah, That was like one of my favorite lines. Nick, Nick is I definitely can we go back to that? Like that, was, that was definitely my favorite line that Schmidt said. Where Schmidt said, dog. yeah, Nick's it's the a bottom, the if plane. you know what I mean. And Nick was like, oh my God. We- um, Nick was the one that made this push mm-hmm. through. Because he continued the game even after the scene was true. done. He did. So, and then Schmidt knows what, like, what Winston's trying to do. Winston's just trying to get the big room again. And and then Schmidt is like, oh, no, you are not getting that room because I'm the top dog now. So that's where we leave off that scene. No, he has no idea because at the end, they're like, what type of top dog are you? They planted a seed. They made him question his, they made exactly. it question his his At the end uh, of that, he dominance. had no idea what was happening. It was fucking It was great. great. They they like, they vibed off of each other like you know Nick is like you know does Top Dog have the big room and then once it's like oh well there's different types what type are you <laughs> then we see back you know Jess and Spencer talking about Rochelle and you know Jess is like Jess is still trying to be nice like that's what's crazy about this whole thing this man literally broke her heart into pieces and she's being so like polite. Because she doesn't want to, like, you know, get into a fight or anything. And he's just being, like, so, 
I don't even know the word. You're just so off. She's heartbroken. It's not even her trying to be polite. She's just heartbroken. Uh, and then I hate how she, how he said, like, you know, how he shushed her at the end, like you said, that he needs something. Like, bitch, she needs her clothes. She's living with a bunch of dudes and she doesn't even have her own clothes because of your dumb trifling ass. Can't even. Oh, Oh man, bud, man, child, looking, don't even kind of have a job, have an ass, bitch. Oh, I, oh, I write a, oh, oh, I write a. But I know, I know that we're going off on a rant there, but we're just so heated because that's just such a BS like situation to get into. <laughs> which would be the worst. Thank you, Kanye. When we see her taking it. Rochelle and Spencer to the goddamn airport, like what? And this is where I have a problem with Rochelle because. I got a I got, I got a problem yes, with all three. Yes, but this girl is a new player, right? We're saying she she's not a hoe right. because it's not her fault. It's not her fault she that he cheated on Jess, right? You don't know what she knew. But no, but you don't know knew. what she knew. You don't. We we have no idea if she knew that he was in a relationship or not, or how long, or if they were on a break or a breakup. You don't know what the fuck he said to her, right? So okay. we can't call her a hoe or anything because okay. she it's his fault that that happened. He allowed it to happen in their dirty house. Dick. Yeah, yeah, okay? dirty dick. The fact that this girl knows everything that just went through, how embarrassing it was to have like a strip tease and then find out your boyfriend's cheating on you. I mean, and then she's okay with just driving her to the airport like it's all la-di-da. Listen, I, I I understand where Jess is coming from. You know, you you, you want to show you guys can still be civil. Not even, to an I don't extent. think she's even doing that. I think she's just so heartbroken. But, I honestly believe if he would have asked for Jess back, Jess would have considered it. Oh, easily, easily. But what I'm trying to say is, is that she wanted to be civil to the fact that she's like, yeah, I'm cool about you and your new girl. I, I can help you guys out. But at the same time, I understand how she, she was so heartbroken. She didn't mm-hmm. know what to actually do. In that scenario but god forbid that be me and i get hit up by an ex-girlfriend that sleep that's hooked up with a boy of mine or whatever and she tells me hey can you give me and so and so a ride we're going out of town i'm gonna say there's uber there's lyft there's a taxi there's electric scooters and there's your chevrolet legs pick one of the five because there's five good ones there that's for how you. you set them straight lou walk away drop the mic and walk away now the next scene we see dress at a pawn shop crying her eyes out to this to this pawn shop owner who his, his name is actually Paul Renti, Ren, Renteria you know back to the scene he's just kind of like you know not really taking this little girl's crap essentially like yeah you can get $550 for a TV for the for the kids that's a fat TV giant ass TVs, the ones that they used to stroll into the classroom, and you know it was a yeah. free day. Oh, those were the best. Day. I don't know how many times I watched uh, Home Alone with that big ass TV. I do not know how many times I watched Home Alone and with that big ass TV. It, the minute yeah, you we're saw it that full t- circle, how about Magic School Bus on that? Yeah. Full, circle, full circle here. Wait, wait, and I find it funny how like Jess was like trying to like negotiate with this guy, you know, um, the bond shop owner. And all she did was just slide him a piece of paper with a smiley face. And she's saying, I'm a teacher. Do for the kids. <laughs> Yo, I know. For the kids, right? <laughs> 550. And then she, she, she defeatedly walks, turns around, and then tries to fucking, like, take the TV in her hands, dude. 
And if you and if you look at the TV when she's trying to lift it, now granted, guys, for our listeners, this TV is those old Zenith style TVs with the really, really yeah. big backs that you know they look like 30 pounds. Jess is about the size of Emma, who is about 5'2, maybe 130 pounds, wet. And she's trying to lift this. She 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 actually did. But when she lifted it, the whole TV and the stand moved. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty, which was a pretty funny gag with the prop. I was like, yo, the whole prop moved. I don't think they were supposed to get yeah, the I think, whole prop I don't prop know how moving. many times they probably shot that one scene, but I guess that was the best they could do. I just love his reaction. He's just there. He hasn't moved and he's literally just looking at her like, are you trying to rob me? And she just walked away. No. Hey, no, I'm just trying to take the TV for $3.99. Um, and now comes the best scene of the whole episode Nick's flip phone watching did the cup game out, did we deep dive oh what kind God, of phone yo. he had because that was doesn't matter that's an old school flip phone <laughs> what it was listen he had better resolution than he had better resolution on that phone than most TVs had in that entire era on that flip phone. You could have not watched anything on that phone. Like and for him to actually phone. get a video and typing all that, forget it. And listen, it's 2011. Buddy, get out of Wait, but he's a bartender, so maybe he's that poor that he just hasn't been able to afford a Um, It's Nick. Uh, it's Nick. Bartenders it's don't... Nick. Yeah. It's Nick. So he's, he's cheap. Just, he's not broke. It's not he's about just being cheap. cheap. No, it's not about being cheap. It's not about being cheap with Nick. It's about the fact that why do we have phones? And, and we'll see That's you later. And we'll stop. see you that later really on. He has Emma with a cell phone. He's just old school. He's not about all the young stuff. But I thought that was so genius too. We just see we just see Nick with his arm out watching a you know, and somehow he could see the game perfectly, which is a good point that you brought up there. My vision, yeah, my vision real. struggled watching trying to watch that game on He's his phone. He's trying to miss a Cubs game. Of course but, not. He's from Chicago. You notice that he wasn't like, you know how like, all of us nowadays just kind of like lean our heads down and look at our phones? No, he was just, I'm going to have it outright. Like, my TV's right there, that it's not even broken. I think he was just, he was really just trying to use the moment to recreate that. I'm watching the game. De- uh, De- Denial is a real thing, people. Denial is a real as thing. We'll find, as we continue to see in this show. And, you know, Schmidt comes in asking about Winston and, you know, Schmidt starts sitting down with Nick and asking him about if he's really if he thinks that Schmidt's top dog. And Nick Nick's expression was pretty funny. He was just like, yes. Like he was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) I I love how Schmidt immediately after goes, he's like, check out my thumb ring. So nectar. Skull, right? so nectar. So, so nectar. Did so you nectar. just come up with nectar? So nectar. No, it's 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 from and it vo- freaks it's a out about Winston being in the room. <laughs> but then my favorite, the and then we see Cece coming to the rescue, where like Cece, of course, but she is angry as fuck. fuck. She walks in angry as hell. All the sex here. And angry CC is still a sexy CC because those legs, boys. If if my fellas are listening, those legs are woo, child. That's not gross. Let and me just see, tell you. Just <laughs> come in with tears just like what streaming you? down her face. Like I'm sorry, I didn't get this. Which, if you look at 
which Shelly made the point earlier that if you look at Jess's yeah. makeup, her eyes do look a little red. Because now that I actually got to this scene, I'm actually thinking about it. I'm like, wait, Shelly has a point that sometimes they make her eyes look redder with go. the actual makeup. I don't know if it's the makeup or her, eye, or her think, eyes that do that. Know. Just the surrounding areas. Her eyes, honestly. She's just beigey. She's just beigey. Uh, she's just beigey Sina, I got that almond skin, girl. I get that almond tan skin, wow. girl. You, yeah. Dip me in the sun. Right. I come out I, looking I Wakandan. Umbrella, personally. T'Challa. R.I.P. R.I.P. T'Challa. You are my king. R.I.P. Wakanda forever. <laughs> so Cece is, is pissed as shit because she's like, you freaking idiot. Why did, did you just get louder? Too? Why would you guys tell this woman to call her ex-boyfriend. And I love what she says. She's like, that's not your job. That's my job. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, you don't have the authority to tell your roommate a best friend what a best friend tells I mean, in, C- in Cece's defense, oh, though, she was right. She was, she is technically the one supposed to tell Jess to call Spencer as to when she's ready to get her shit. But since it's, since it's such a rarity to see Cece as of right now, I'm pretty sure we see her more on throughout the later episodes, right? That it's more important that they get her her shit because I'm pretty sure and I have and this is where we go into the follow up scene like the next blocking scene where she literally sits down and says you know I gotta agree with Nick Nick tells her listen the quicker we get her to get her stuff the faster she's done with him yeah well the thing that he that she agreed with was actually the fact that Nick is like Nick sorry it's the fact that Nick said the reason that you don't want to get your stuff is because the moment you get your stuff, exactly. you know it's over. Yeah. Which is true. The reason she's hesitant about getting her stuff is because that the is the the stamp. Yeah, that's the stamp that's going to say it's actually over. You have to get over this. Exactly. And that is so hard for somebody to do in such a short, like, I guess, like, in such a short amount of time when you think about, like, being with somebody for, like, six years. I can't speak from personal experience that, you know, being somebody with six years, but... I'm pretty, yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a heart aching moment. And it's a very terrible point in your life at the moment. Cause you know, you thought you were going to be with that person forever, but after a certain point, just pick up your shit and go. You finally realize the douchebag he was. The time frame of this, the time frame of this Not has even. to be about a month. We're in the second episode, I, maybe like a month. That's the farthest that you, you think. Cause the first episode we had a week. I'll give it a week. Right. So maybe this is two yeah, weeks max. after they break up. I'm thinking that that the most that we could push this is at a month. If that maybe. Because coach coach needed to like move out and do all the stuff that he needed to do. Mm. So that's my idea of the time frame: three weeks, four weeks since her breakup. It's still relatively fresh. And I'll give her. I'll give her three and a half weeks. So you're, saying six, so you're saying six years, she should just get over it in three weeks. As fast as he exactly. did, she should have been able to. No, it's hard. And she she no. felt betrayed. He cheated on her. So then we go back to Cece and Nick. And Nick is basically telling her, you need to get angry. You got to get angry. You got to get mad. You gotta get mad about this. I think that was like the cutest thing. That was like another cute, like Nick and Jess, like sort of, um, I guess, like relationship 
on like characters on the show. You got to get angry about this because she's like, unaf- she feels unaffected, but she feels affected. But then she feels unaffected again right after. So Nick basically says, listen, I need you to get mad. The man cheated on you. The man kicked you moved out of the house. You have none of your belongings. We have no TV, and I need a TV. I like how he's saying, like, that's punch dancing. Get angry. He did terrible things to you. You hate him. Doing, she was doing some weird punching calisthenic things. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Oh, I know. That was, like, the weirdest, like, little, like, wimpy punch. I like, felt like I was looking at a 12-year-old having a slap fight with his best friend in the bedroom. Like, yeah. <laughs> gets riled up and niggas like yeah good and then cc is like you know all for it too like good awesome there you go and then she then nick says you're ready go get your shit and then she starts saying i'm gonna go get my stuff and everybody's like awesome we're proud of you she's gonna go get it and then she comes back and she's like i'm gonna ask you guys right now to come with me guys i can't go alone I can't get everything alone and she doesn't want to be alone well she tells him she comes back and tells him like yeah i need you guys to come with me because I'm not going to be able to carry all of this by myself. That's very true. But then what do we see her do? Well, we'll see her in the next. Which, is, which the I shit. found hilarious <laughs> because they're driving to Spencer's house. All You got Winston with his, pump, with his, with his, his, with his pre-game mix blasting Megadeth. He's blasting like some hardcore <gasps> oh, Megadeth yeah. right now. Yep. But I love I love this mix. It goes from that. And she's like, yeah, loud music. Loud, loud, loud. Cece goes next to Sh- goes and looks at Schmidt saying, get your hand off my leg. But your hand is on my leg. No, it's not. Oh, look at us. Just doing the typical he say, she say type thing. I know. And then she was just like, she, she just like, she just gets close to just like, okay, pull over right here. And then she almost stops and just keeps going off again. And she does that like God knows how many more times. But what I think was great was that Winston and Schmidt have that whole like top dog thing again. Oh, God. Winston just you know he's playing casual like what do you mean I love it when Winston takes off the imaginary crown and puts it on Schmidt like you know what you're absolutely right you're the top dog puts the imaginary crown I've on never, his head like, I, I mean I've never had that kind of this debate with a friend before I, I feel like I should agree with Schmidt as to there's no actual top dog crown for Winston to take it off he felt it more like an insult than he already had the but title but I find it funny too because like Schmidt throws it out the window and I love Cece's face the whole time watching this because she has no idea what yeah, like, why the really fuck about. am I in this car Cece's with these line immediately after to just saying Take off these child locks. I want to. I just want to jump out of this car and die. Yeah, she's just like, I just want to kill myself. <laughs> Can we acknowledge that Schmidt had a moment like Spencer, where he told, where he legitimately told Cece, "Shh, talking, men talking. We know, we we know discussing with you right now. We talking." I as that. That's one of those moments for me. I said, Schmidt jar. Just where's the jar? Did nobody bring the jar? I felt so. I felt like the jar was needed every time Schmidt opened his mouth again. And then finally, right at the end of that scene where Schmidt and Winston are talking about being top dog and they're not top dog anymore. Because, I mean, come on, you really have to look in reality that Schmidt just wants Winston's respect. But how do you how do you respect the guy that says some of the shit that Schmidt says? Yeah. He's your friend. Finally, just like drives around the block a million times where Schmidt and Winston are talking about being top dog that she finally stops right when the music changes. To save the best for last. And then Schmidt looks at Winston. The, the 1992 hit song <laughs> from Vanessa Williams. <laughs> oh my God. And, and it finally clicked in in Jess's head that she had to do it. So she finally stops. After like four, and then Schmidt's like, what's happening? After like four times of going around the block and then the song comes on. It's the magic and, of the song. Exactly. And Winston said it. Winston was like, what's happening if 
is that it's a great song. I, I just love how everybody looked immediately at Winston because it was his pregame mix. And he's like, exactly. And, and he's That's just fucking, I own this song. This song is fucking great. This is the great. This is the, I own it. This is the greatest song in the goddamn world. <laughs> I bet you won't tell me nothing, Schmidt. Oh, not want to be top dog, but still want to be top dog. Have an ass, boy. And then Jess just like goes up to the door and starts annoyingly like touching the doorbell. And then we see Spencer just like casually come out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Nick's line. That's the <laughs> yeah, wizard. That's He's wearing a scrunchie. That's the wizard. He's wearing a scrunchie. I ain't never met no wizard wear a scrunchie. That boy, uh, notable wizards, guys, Albus Dumbledore. That man don't, oh, wear, that, 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 man, that man don't wear a scrunchie. Gandalf the Grey. That man don't wear a scrunchie. Oh. You're loud. You're loud. Albus Dumbledore. That man don't wear a scrunchie. Gandalf. Mm-hmm. That man don't wear a scrunchie. Any Viking with a long beard, he don't wear no scrunchies. They put clips in their hair. Come on, bro. If you're going to wear a man bun, at least uh, as flat as your man bun is, don't rock a scrunchie. Please. Very factual. She would know. And then then I I love it because like the car, everybody in the car is like the peanut gallery because they're just watching just, you know, they're, they're there for moral support. And, you know, fucking... Spencer comes in and he's like, I missed you, Jess, while hugging her. And then she's just like, she hugs him back. And everybody in the car is like, oh, my God, no. Nick was probably thinking to himself, he's never going to get that damn TV now. Um, and then and then I, was, I believe they were all more worried about her. That's not healthy at all. That I she know. Did that. But then, you know what, Jess? She hugged him back with such emotion. I know she did. But then, you know what? She snapped out of it. Because she looked at her plants and she pulls away and she's like, I told you to water the plants. And then he's just like nonchalantly like, oh, that's not my thing. And then he tries to hug her again. Like, who the fuck does he think he is? Like, who is he? Like, who does he think he is to just not even give a fuck like about her feelings, about her plants? And then she literally struggles to pick up the plan, but then chucks it across the yard, smashing it, screaming. <clears throat> Sorry. And then that's when that's when she fucking loses it. She is done. She's like, I'm fucking mad. And she goes the fuck in to get all her crap. Over a over a plant. She lost her shit over a plant. And then Spencer and then the best is that she comes out with all, all of the crap. That is my thing. Like, how did you have? And Schmidt, Schmidt says, "Oh my god, we created and a monster." You just and Nick said, "She looks like <laughs> she looks like Helena Bottom Carter." Helena All the damn hats, all the bags, and the TV. And I, I love how Winston was just like light, soft hands, just soft hands, soft hands, soft, soft hands. hands. But did you notice right before, like right when she ran into the house, Spencer goes in running after her, like, just take your shoes off. We keep an Asian household. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because that's what she's worried about right now. She's worried about keeping your house clean after you killed her plants and broke her heart. Of course. Yeah. She's going to care. Aloofness. <laughs> Men. Oh my god, Lou, are all men that clueless sometimes? <laughs> like it just it doesn't fucking sit well with me. <laughs> oh, Lou, your face don't right even, now. I just don't even want to touch that. Cause she goes aloofness, men. The fuck? How are we aloof? 
Something. That that Spencer, like Spencer, just being fucking aloof, like not taking in all the pain that he fucking caused Jess, like that is so rude. Because he's and then he has the audacity to command asshole. her, command because her. He's an asshole. Like he, he doesn't care about her. Shit. And that's when she finally fucking realized this was that moment. That was that moment. Stop. Stop, don't do that. Stop doing it. Why do you have to whisper? And every time we, we record, you because do the creepy whisper. <laughs> oh, boy. Because it's funny to me. And, and it's like everybody in the car realizes that they really created a monster. And she comes running out uh, wearing, and she turns around noticing that Spencer's wearing her shirt. And then he's, he has the audacity to say that this is his t-shirt, even though it has her freaking name on it. And she still has the TV in her hands, wobbling around. Winston is like, please don't drop it. Please don't drop it. And then that's when Cece is like, okay, everybody get the fuck out now. Get out of the car. Get out of the car, everybody now. And they all realize she ends up dropping the TV because she saw her ex-boyfriend wearing her t-shirt. All of this to get a TV. You do realize that this whole episode was her just trying to get her stuff. But in reality, the guys just really wanted her to get her old TV back. Not really have that closure with her ex, but just get the TV back. Well, before they were encouraging her to get over her ex. Before the whole TV situation. Yeah, because she was crying. The TV situation just escalated it. But before the TV thing happened, they were trying to get her to like get her stuff back her clothes the whole tv situation just escalated it because now it affected the whole loft Mm. very true facts and then that's the first time that spencer notices the three dudes and you know cc he tries to say hi to cc and she just walks she just walks right in and says that she's just gonna get she just says to just that she's just gonna get the rest of her stuff as a true friend should exactly like Mm -hmm. spencer I'm going to take even more stuff. That's Without not even, even realizing it, you dumb sack of crap. Yep. Yeah. But then Spencer. Who's to say that bike that she took wasn't. No, wasn't it was her that bike. bike actually wasn't hers. Because if you go back to the scene when they're at the park, Jess and Spencer and Jess tells him, you didn't bring my stuff. No, because I came on my bike. Next time I'll come on my bike with my basket. Cece walks out with a bike with a basket. Exactly. So it's like he purposely left the basket at home just so he wouldn't take it. Manipulating emotional POS. What a jerk. POS. What? Oh, piece of shit. Yeah. You could have just said it. What was the? I know. I've been cursing up a storm this whole time. Uh, because I'm a, because I'm a saint. Well, we have explicit we're, markings. We're on an this explicit podcast. podcast. I'm just you know sometimes. I just have to like make sure I'm not cursing a lot. I, I'd like to balance it out with like saying "oh sugar" or "snapper jacks." Don't ever say "snapper jacks." I say that in front of my children. That's fine. Well, Those are children. Bro, they're singing "WAP" in my classroom, yo. Like every time I hear them singing from the top, make it drop, and I'm like, "No, Cardi B in my classroom." No. Good luck. Well, let, let's get to the next scene. Let's get I just to wanted to tell you guys that little bit because, Nick. oh my God, I'm having problems with that. So then Spencer is freaking out because he sees three really cute guys with Jess that came out of her car and she, he realizes, whoa, who are these guys? And these are, he says, these are my roommates. And Spencer is saying like, 
you know, Spencer is trying to like wrap it out with Jess and she she sticks her foot. She finally this is the best part. This is this is where I think finally Jess like finds her footing because she's like, no, she is not going to wrap it out. She doesn't want to deal with it. And it's not the same. She finally calls it for what it is. And then Spencer's trying to be rational. So it doesn't mean we can't talk it out. I got, she ain't got shit to talk with him about. He doesn't care. She's like, there's nothing. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to <laughs> like share the child. TV. Like, you got have joint custody of a television set. Yeah, that, that, that part I found funny. I was like, what are you bargaining? The day, the day somebody tells me, yo, let's get joint custody of the TV. I'm going to look at you and be like, all right, you want joint custody? Pay me the entire sum plus the warranty. <laughs> you got me fucked and then, up, and you know what? What I and then what I love is that Nick and that Nick is like literally like screaming back at him and puts on and puts on the hat. He's like, come on, come at me, bro. I dare you to take off the hat you, off my head. You skip something there. Oh, well, the sh- you guys kind of skipped ahead too. The, sh- the shirt, you skipped the jamboree shirt. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll just go back to it. So then, you know, she just is saying that she can't wrap it out anymore. They're not together. Obviously it's not the same. And Spencer's trying to be rational. But now Jess is like, there's nothing to talk about. She wants her shirt. And Spencer is, then we see some, then we see a 180 on Spencer where Spencer is like, no, he wants to keep her shirt. Because she's supposed to. I don't want to. She gave it to me. Just like I gave her this hat and was going to reach for the hat. And Nick said, oh, this hat and puts it on. And said, well, if you want it, come and take it from me, I don't like you, Slim. Come get it. And then you see. And then Schmidt. And then Schmidt puts another hat on. I love the fluffy red one. That, that, Pikachu, that Pikachu hat was the best hat. That Pikachu hat was. <laughs> Winston's like y'all, y'all look ridiculous. Y'all look ridiculous. Just, y'all just look yeah. ridiculous. Winston's like I'm far away from this shit. You guys are. I'm not about a this, I'm not about this I'm right, not about now. right now. I am the only African skin tone male in this neighborhood. I ain't trying to get caught up in no shit. In no shit right now. And Nick went oh, he full said, Chicago. He said, "Come get this. Come get this hands." Spencer's like, yo, you live with these people seriously? You can live here until you find a better place to live. Yeah, no. Whoa, hold that. First of all, Nick said, you know what? Slim, I, don't, I don't like you. I don't. I, I don't like, like anything you, about you. You ain't shit, boo boo. I don't like you, boo boo. You need to realize. I, know, I, know, you know what? I love it. I love it. Like, just, just, lightly, just lightly taps on Nick's shoulder. Like I got this, Spencer. No. Just, Spencer took one look at Nick when Nick said, "You don't want no smoke." You don't want these hands. Fuck with it. He pooed himself. He He said in his own pants. Damn. He said, you don't want this, hombre. Because if you come this way, you're going to get the smoke. It's okay. Damn. Wow. And then just and then poor Jess does her meal like I could I would have married you if I would have stayed with you so thanks for cheating exactly. on me you did and me then, a fucking favor and now I got these guys with like having my back I don't really fucking know them that well I just met this guy today but I like no, them no, better the word, than I've no, ever no, liked the word, was yeah. loved. the word she used was loved <laughs> well, is he with the yeah, love part? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no 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 I love you yeah that, that, part, that part was whoa, funny whoa, that part whoa. was funny all the guys were like yo chill chill but I wait but going back to what she was saying when she was going off she was like you know what she was with you she was saying how like she was with him for six years trying to figure him out and that all he is is just a guy with really nice hair which in my opinion it's not really that amazing but okay no and she's saying how happy that she is that that he cheated on her because then she starts saying like yeah she was scared to start over but I met these three random guys on the internet 
And Stranger Danger is real. I love that match. She's like, yeah, Stranger Danger is real. But I love these guys. I barely know them. She points at Winston. I just met him. But you know what I love? That Winston, right after like she admitted that, he put on the hat. So like in that moment, pink flower. Exactly. I feel like he he the moment that he switched was when she said, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what's gonna happen. But at least I'm doing something about it. Right. He realized because he just came back from a different country. He doesn't know what's next in his life. He doesn't know what's happening. And he sees how brave that she's being. And he decides, all right, I I can fuck with this girl. Yeah. All right. Obviously, at first, they they obviously got off on the wrong foot because, you know, it was just bad. She was just she was doing the most without really knowing who she went crazy. She seemed crazy. All he knew her was this crazy, unstable person. And this is the moment that he could relate to her. But then my favorite fucking thing happens. You know what's my favorite thing that happens? What's up? When Schmidt, when Schmidt go, what, like when Spencer says, what happens if I say no to give you back the shirt? Schmidt comes up to him and says, you know what happens? Schmidt happens. And then he just bitch slaps the fuck out of Spencer. (laughs) You just, (laughs) Schmidt happens. You just got Schmidt slapped. And he's like, "Oh, what's on your hand?" Thank you. No, he said, thumb, "He said thumb ring, bitch. You got some. Oh, thumb you got ring. some shit on your ring. face. That was such a good line." Oh my god, I'm sorry. That that part got to me. I need a second, guys. That was that was like a really good part. Now you're good, cuz. Yeah, Spencer's an Spencer's an because his, his end of the line is like, I thought we were going to handle this like adults. Well, fuck you. This is how exactly. adults handle it. That's fucked. Messy. And then, and that's fucked. The last thing that she says to him, to Spencer was, yeah, well, I thought you were the love of my life. So, you know, she's like, suck it, Mr. Krabs. How did she say it? She said, suck it, Mr. Krabs. I was going to say, because I'm like, why did she get so high pitched last time? Sounded like Minnie Mouse. Suck it, Mr. Krabs. Okay. There you go, better. Pa- Patrick, calm down. Does that do it for you? No. <laughs> I'll find a happy medium. You'll find a happy medium. Um, we happy few. Happy feet. And then we end. And they go back to the loft. Back, and then at the, at, we're back at the loft. And we see all of them watching mm-hmm. the, their. Nick is, is duct taping the TV together. MacGyver. Oh, the TV. Yeah. He's. he's Oh, wait. He's fancy. He's fancy. Wait, 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 this is a big. This is a big moment because right before we exactly. see, we see them trying to fix the TV. Like we see Winston and Schmidt talking. They finally talk like one on one. You know, without the rest of the house. Yeah, they're walking. The they're walking in while just the stuff. That's right. That's right. So then Winston just says like, you know, that he's just being honest. Like he literally admits what he was doing. He's like, oh, I was just messing with you. I just wanted my old room back. But he now that he, he realizes him. that exactly because of what happened at Spencer's house. Like he realized, like that was like a big moment. He realized, you know, things have changed, and that he's got to respect things for what they are now. And that you know he can handle like the small room. But then Schmidt is Schmidt fucking just falls for it. He, like a dumbass he thinks that he is. Room, and he just says, it's "Just the seed was planted." He just takes the small room because remember, he was a top dog that wanted a big room, but now he's a top dog that'll take the small room. I guess that's what his arc is for this episode. You shot that he's such a top dog that he doesn't need to, you know, 
have the big room to show exactly. that he's top dog. Because then what Schmidt says right at the end, like, what do you take me for? Some kind of idiot? Yes. <laughs> and Winston is like totally about it. He's like, hell yeah, I got my room back. What? And then we finally see that they got their TV back. And the be- the cutest little, like, the cutest little thing when they when they finally sit down to try to get the TV to work and it, it kind of, like, leans to one side, they all lean their head towards that one side. That's so cute. It's just kind of like, huh, okay, we'll just watch it like this. Tilt head. And then my favorite thing is when she starts listing the movies which she has because they couldn't really get the TV. And she starts talking about all these heartwarming films like Adventures of Babysitting, Prancer, Newsies, Curly Sue. And then Winston, all the guys are like, all right, I'm out of here. And then Schmidt comes back like, all right, Curly Curly Sue, let's do this. With the most serious face, he just jumps on the couch right next to her. Curly Sue, let's go. Yo, that was, yo, that shit for me was the best. He's like, oh, you know, we got, I've got newsies, I got this, I got that, I got curly Sue. Yep, well, I'm gonna go to the bar. I'm gonna go drink. Yep, uh, I'll be right there behind you. So, which one, curly Sue? Yeah, put that in. Go ahead. Yep, I'll go get it. Great, great, great scene. I'll say, he, Schmidt just let out all of his cards right now. I know, but I love Let's that. Do this. I love how sensitive he, he went to like bumper. <laughs> he went to like fist bumper, and she walked away, and he's like, all right. And another great ending to another another great ending to an awesome show. This is only episode two. That was Kryptonite. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was. I told you guys, this is literally one of my favorite episodes of the whole show because it establishes a lot of like the sort of dynamics between the characters, including like, you know, we see Cece and Schmidt dynamic. We see the Nick and Jess dynamic. We see even the sort of introduction of Winston with everybody and their dynamics, what goes on there. And I love Winston because his character, as we kind of like see him in later episodes, he's like a wild card in a lot of different ways. I love Winston. He's He's the fave. So, Lou, so what did we what think, think so far? Coach. I don't know what about you. Bring this. back what do you coach. Think? Hashtag bring back coach. coach. But nah, it's a, it was a good episode. Uh, I liked it a lot. It had a lot of moments. Spencer's a dick. First of all, Spencer's a dick. Um, it was it was very endearing. A lot of the moments between Nick and Jess, right? It was also very endearing to see CC step up to be that yeah. best friend that she needed. And you know, it also brought a big mm-hmm. old smile to my heart when Jess said, I'm doing it for the kids. 550. 550. Give me my money. Nah, but the punch out guy was king. But no, other than that, though, it was a um, it was a really well done episode. Um I like the little the little details and the nuances, like how they went, like how I said about the bike, how CC actually went in and stole the bike with the basket and said, here, you can keep the bell. And, you know, Nick's moment of utter and complete breaking down, he said, I need to get me a TV. Call Spencer, get the TV right now. No questions right now. Yeah. But that's such a guy thing to do, too. That's why Cece got so pissed, because it's like the guys are like, rip it off like a Band-Aid. And Cece's more like, you can't can't just tell a a woman who's heartbroken to just go talk to her ex-boyfriend. It's like, what? (laughs) 
not only that, they don't really know her. They don't know how her processes are. That's true. That CC is the best friend, right? Later on in the seasons, you see that the guys know her processes and know how to deal with that. But right now they don't know anything. They don't know how it is to like throw her in the deep end and if she's going to survive or not. That's true. I mean, look how she, and she drowned. She look what happened in episode one. She almost drowned. She got stood up on a date. She drowned in this episode in the task that they gave her. She went into the deep end and she drowned. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us this week as we discussed um, the episode. Episodes drop every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and on your favorite pod streaming app. Find us on IG and Twitter at New Girl Podcast, where you could find our cocktail recipes like this week's So Nectar. So And also so find our watch along drinking games. We are independent podcasters, so if you like what you've heard so far, please leave us a review and tell a new girl fan all about us. Please join us next week when we talk about season one, episode three, Wedding, which is one of my favorite episodes, and get Lou's reaction on the chicken dance. I'll see you guys next week. What <laughs> Signing off, dance? I'm Shelly. I'm Lou. And I'm Emma T. <laughs> Until next time. See Bye. ya. Bye.